What's up? What's up? What up? How y'all doing out there? This is the Get Over It Podcast. I'm your host, LJ. With me as always, Super Dana. What up? Super. And our <laughs> DJ, DJ Extra. What's going DXT, on, brother? Yeah, baby. So today, folks... You know, last week we touched on one hit wonders. No, we talked about actually we talked about actually what they do before. What did people do before they were famous? That's what we talked about. And we said we should do a where are they now episode, but we took it a step further. We got more specific. We decided to find out what happens after they hit their 15 minutes of fame. We want to know. We some nosy motherfuckers. So sit back, relax. Your drive is going to be that much shorter knowing that you are chilling with these boys on the Get Over It podcast. Now, let's get into it. Gentlemen, first of all, DJ Extra, how are you today? Not too bad. Just tell me where the oh shit handle is at. The oh shit <laughs> handle. Ah. And what is that, I've been toilet? looking for that. I've been looking for that all my <laughs> life, dude. But seriously, I thought the oh shit handle was that little thing in the car near the near the door that you hold on to when you're riding with a fucked up driver. Oh, no. In New York, it's the bathroom curtain rod. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I had small, funny anecdote. True story. I had the pleasure of going to hang out at this house. One of my coworkers at this uh, deli I worked at up in Connecticut, man. And, uh, there was two bathrooms in his house. He didn't tell me that the downstairs bathroom was also the. Uh, it, you could basically wash your hands while taking a shit. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> you had to slide in under the under the sink to get in the like the the sink was right in the door. Like hi there, and then you had to slide. <laughs> Asked it to get to the toilet, bro. It's like those New York apartments where they wanted the second bathroom, they right? Add it to their master bedroom, but oh, they actually had yeah. to block it off, and it's just like a curtain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. What's that smell? <laughs> Be laying in bed, baby. I told you to go to the other room. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, look. Let's get into it, man. We did a little digging. Did a little. Uh, did a little internet searching. And we have come up with a list of people that we nosy, and we want to know where are they now. One hit wonders. I'm gonna start off. I'm gonna start off. The year was 1982. I was <clears throat> a little tot, but on the radio. How little? I was two. Two. No, one. Yeah, I was one years old. And uh, on the radio was a song, Mickey. The Oh Mickey, you're so fine, you're so fine, you blew my mind. Hey Mickey. So that song, when you couldn't, we go should nowhere, remake that one. We Heavy. should like a rock. <laughs> oh, Mickey, you're so fine, you know. Make it extra creepy. Hey, Mickey, you know. But anyway, so this don't ask me to DJ that. <laughs> no. <laughs> so it was written by Tony Basil, right? And and little side before she was she did the song. She was actually a choreographer for David Bowie. Nice. David Bowie, right? Now. Afterwards, she decided to go into acting and resume her career as a choreographer, kind of like Paula Abdul did. <laughs> Straight Didn't up. work out. <laughs> Straight up. Apparently, she tried to sue Disney for um, using... Mickey? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think the song. 
They, they used it without her permission. I think she tried to sue him for it. I, I couldn't find any notes on how that turned out. That's a out. good one to sue if you're going to sue somebody. Exactly. <laughs> they, got that, they got that mouse money, baby. Yeah. <laughs> how, how can you sue somebody that's had it out way before she did? No, she came up with the song. She wrote the, the song. song. Yeah, yeah, she had the song. All they had was the mouse. Yeah, yeah. but his name was Mickey. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You know, you, the first cartoon was Steamboat Willie. Who's Steamboat Willie? That was Mickey Mouse driving the little steamboat, black and white cartoon, the first cartoon that ever aired on TV. I guess that was a one-hit cartoon. Right. Data, <laughs> who you got, man, for your first one? Vanilla Ice, baby. Oh, oh. I actually met him. What's his I'll name? Uh, Martin Van Winkle or something like that? Jeffrey. Jeffrey Van Jeffrey. Winkle. Yeah. I knew it was a Van Winkle in there somewhere, though. It's literally His last name is literally Van Winkle? Mm-hmm. That's I epic. think so. It's That'd something be, like that. That's awesome. That's close I would, enough. I would call my mom every day and tell her I love her. <laughs> <laughs> to be a, for being a Van Winkle? Yes, yeah. just to be able to say it. What's your last name? Jeff. Right. Van Winkle. Like, imagine if it was like Bond, James Bond. Van Winkle. <laughs> Jeff Van Winkle at your service, ma'am. Ice, ice, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Double tell me about it, man. What happened? What? When what I happened after the in mega Richmond? hit? After the mega oh, hit. Oh, after the mega oh, hit. Oh, no. Tell me what happened after yeah, the mega hit. Because after the mega hit is when you, you met him, right? Yeah, when Obviously. he tried to do the uh, rock, metal, rap Okay. Thing. So cold, so cold. Yeah. So now he uh, he did have a TV show, so he stayed in the limelight. Like so reality TV? Reality okay. TV. He's flipping houses. Okay. Yeah. Was he just... Did he do Not just, junkers, though. No, like really no. nice houses? Nice houses. He's well, flipping nice houses. I read somewhere he has really good work. He's highly sought after. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. So I guess if you're going to do it, do it good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So as far as the TV shows, wasn't he... I think he was on another reality, like VH1 right. or something like that. But then now he does the, the flipping one. Just I think that's the only one he did. Nice. You nice. know, he tried to make his comeback in the Ninja movie, the Ninja Turtle movie. Go, Ninja, go, Ninja, ninja go. go. That song was killer, though. <laughs> I know. That song was killer. It was killer. It was, I don't know, I feel like uh, Vanilla Ice got hated on because he was kind of considered corny in a time where, you know, gangster rap was king, you know what I mean? Right. So... Yeah, I mean, yeah, but he's still making mailbox money. I'm oh sure yeah, I'm sure, definitely sure, man. While his buddy Suge Knight <laughs> sitting in jail, <laughs> right where he belongs. Yeah, he getting that um, convicted felon money. Yeah, what kind of money is that? <laughs> Not good money. Was it like thirty five cents an hour? I have so no idea. Well, you know that Suge is still getting royalty money. Oh, of course, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just yeah. sitting there. He ain't spending on them. To, to be honest, he actually, to his credit, he actually is a very, very smart person. Who Suge Knight? He has the anger issue. If you read up on like some of the stuff that he did business wise, it was actually really smart. He just had a right. fucking anger issue. It kind of sucks to have a bright mind and have you know be so fucked up. Like I want to shake somebody off the balcony when I could I probably. I actually asked. I asked Vanilla yeah. that when uh-huh. we were do- me and uh, me and his uh, manager Tommy were outside drinking. Uh, yeah. Jack Daniels. Uh-huh. And I asked him about that. He just looked at me. He went, He doesn't even address it. I got you. He, he looks at you like you just farted on him or something. Mm-hmm. So don't ask me that question. I got you. Check it. But, it, but my thing is, 
why, why go? He was. I think he was smarter than being able to. You see what I'm saying? I think he could have figured out a smarter way to get his point across than having to jack him up. That's Who, what I'm saying. Shug? Yeah, yeah, I think. I think for real. Like, well, I think he tried several times. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> Vanilla Ice was like, "Go kick rocks, bitch." He got choking up. So. Oh man, I'm choking on my soda over here, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up we have Iman. Yeah, he came out with the song called "Fuck It" in 2004. His this song is known as having the word "fuck" in it the most times in a number one hit song. All right, we're looking that up. It has it in there 20 times. That's it. With lyrics like "fuck what I said," it didn't mean shit now. Fuck the presents, might as well throw them out. Fuck all them kisses, it didn't mean jack. Fuck you, you hoe, I don't want you back. I mean, and that's, uh, yeah, use the word fuck 20 times. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, man. So, I never heard of the guy. So, what happened was, song went popular. This guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this song was gold. Sounds like gold, shit, bruh. Sounds like shit. It's a fucked up song. 2004? Yeah. That's not a fuck it song. And he sounds like Mickey Mouse. That's why I don't know who it is. Disney should shoo his ass. I honestly wasn't a fan of the song. I'm stating that when I turned the damn radio on, this is all I heard. All right, we're a minute in. I ain't heard fuck once. Oh, there you there go. You go. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> nah, not not my thing, man. <laughs> so stupid. So now he did uh, the song went got popular. He did several, um, uh, you know, TV interviews because at the time everybody wanted to know who the ex was and he actually wouldn't say who his ex was and then a few months later this unknown singer this unknown singer named frankie she uh put out a diss track to the song and she claimed to be making it on behalf of uh iman's actual ex and he had to go around and tell everybody that that wasn't his ex and he doesn't know who she is. So, But, yeah, very, very, very interesting. But uh, he doesn't do music anymore. So they have, nobody's actually figured out what happened to him afterwards. Who? Iman, nobody figured oh. out what happened to him afterwards. I thought we were past that. That's he, he, stupid. He's with Jimmy Hoffa, right? Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> they still ain't found his ass. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> That's a trip. Dana. What? What you got next for me? Uh, I'm not going to go with the obvious right now. Uh-oh. Billy Corgan from the from the Smashing Pumpkins. I Bullet with Butterfly Wings. I love that stuff back in the day. I love Billy Corgan. Yeah. Did they ever smash any pumpkins? Uh, I don't think they will You know it's Sunday. Nor deny. Anti-stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> On Sunday. You got to at least... Never You know mind. what? I'm eating a bag of popcorn. And smashing yeah, we can hear you smacking your lips. Smacking. <laughs> smacking your lips. We can hear it. That's good stuff, man. Billy Corgan. I tell you what, man. I think it got to back together not long ago, but then they did, it didn't last long. I love the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. Oh, my God. What was your favorite? 
The favorite would be, uh, what's that one? Uh, Wanna go for a ride? She's the one for me. That's my shit right yeah, there. Yeah, that was a good song. That was a great song, man. How about you? What was your favorite? Pull up a butterfly wing. I do like that yeah. song. Hell like yeah. That. But it's a great opening line, though. The world is a vampire. It was gold, man. Yeah, it was a good riff, too. Good riff. So, Hey, DJ, extra, you got a favorite Smash? Hold on, you didn't even ask what he does now. Oh, I'm sorry, what does he do now? Well, apparently he's doing sculptures. He was waiting for the big reveal. Whoa, hold on. Yeah. He's like, wait a minute, the big reveal. No, no, no. It's, uh, he's not. He does. Uh, I had the wrong guy. My bad. Wrong guy. See, it's Sunday. You're supposed to be more intelligent. More uh, intelligent. <laughs> we all got the <laughs> Here we go. I'm reading the wrong <laughs> list. No. Now, Billy Corgan, he rides around on a train and he does speeches. No way. Yeah. What is he speaking about? I don't know. It Holy say. shit. We need to go I find can't one imagine. of those. We need to find one of those Billy Corgan speeches. Speeches, that's right. I know. They, they might be epic and inspirational. And he also opened a tea house. What? Called Madame Zuzu's in Highland Park, Illinois. Okay. Yeah, that's a long stretch. Okay. Let's get some tea. <laughs> yeah, you got to have I'm not. I'm not going that far for it. Why not? It sounds, yeah. it sounds like an epic adventure. Let's do it. Let's yeah. get some tea from Madame Zuzu's. If we happen to, happen to be in the neighborhood, maybe. If I so happen. No, we're in a It's cold trip. up there. Harold and Kumar go to Mama Zuzu's or Madam Zuzu's. Madam Zuzu's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what we're doing. So that's what Billy is doing now. Okay. Jack. I don't know if he's doing music. Though. He's not? I don't think so. Well, that sucks. I know uh, Pumpkins got together, well, what, eight years, ten years back? Uh-huh. That was it. Yeah. Huh. That, that, they, yeah they, Didn't they, they have a chick in the band? The bass player. Was a chick. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. I like chick musicians. I yeah, love same with Judith. I, I, I man, bass players, man. Something about a female playing the bass. They always have that that look on their face, like I will hit you with this thing. <laughs> right. I will hit you, and then they try to be like the nicest ones in the band. Like uh, years ago, I got to open up for the um, Sick Puppies. Right. And they have a female bass player. Mm-hmm. And first of all, she is tiny. Okay. You can fit her in your pocket and take her drinking with you because she'll probably drink you under the table. That is awesome. But. Yeah, she's an Aussie, of course. But uh, she was so nice. She was like the sweetest person ever, but she she was like a little badass, bro. Like I felt like in I felt like in like a a um a, a a situation that needed it, she could probably fuck people up. Like, right. <laughs> but I mean, Australian women are fierce anyway. Fierce, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, F- female bass players especially. Just, but I gotta give it up though to one of our favorite female Who? artists. Lizzie Hale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lizzie Hale, bruh. You've met her, and you said yeah. she's cool as the other side of the pillow. She is cool. Yeah, But this man. was when we... We're going to have to do an episode of bands that we opened up for back yeah. in the day. Yeah. And stories. That's Very true. That's interesting. Yeah, that would be a good so, one. So, yeah, but she was cool. She was cool. But this was before she was famous, so she didn't have that mentality. I haven't talked to her, of course. Mm-hmm. Since then, because you were on tour with her, right? No, we just did one show. You had a tour in, in stop Baltimore. with her. I got you. Yeah, got you, got you. Before they were famous, though. But uh, we had the same booking agent. Was the thing nice? And uh, 
he his name was Ben. He was out of Texas, <laughs> so he flew up and he was like, "She's gonna be famous one day," and I, I hadn't even seen her yet. And she come out with a short skirt on, knee high boots, and kicked ass. Hell I was like, yeah. "That's how you become famous." And she fucking shreds too, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's sure. awesome. All right, next up we got. Lou Baker, Mambo number five. Now, this came out in 99, all right? 99, I graduated high school, and I got my first car, and this damn song was everywhere. A little bit of Monica by my side. Yeah, I used to listen to the radio back in the day when I was an 18-year-old. Ladies and gentlemen. This is Mambo number five. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Now, are you ready for this? He lives in Germany. Okay. Yeah. He's a communist. Jesus. <laughs> Where did that fucking come from, I Rush Limbaugh? <laughs> Holy fuck. So as I was saying, he lives in Germany, okay? And uh, he right nowadays, he spends his time writing lyrics for a band called Groove Coverage. Just writing lyrics? Yeah, he's a lyricist now. Uh-huh. Um, he also, he, he got, I swear though, he did marry his wife in Vegas. So he's got a little bit of that American spirit in him. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, man. But no, it was cool. Uh, he, he's, from what I was reading, man, he lives a pretty awesome mailbox money life. It's that mailbox money, man. Mailbox money. Mail, I'm telling you, bro. Because he's, he's written all these other songs and stuff. So, you know, a little, little trickle, trickle here, there. Right. That's what's up. How about you? What's your next one? Uh, we'll go to the one that I screwed up. Yeah. Michael Stipe. Uh-oh. Michael Stipe. Yeah. R-E-M. That's it. <sighs> Rapid eye movement. R-E-M. Is that what it was for? That's I don't what think it stands so. for. No, that's, what, that's, that's what, what it stands for. for. Yeah, R-E-M. Medically. Yeah. But I don't know if that's what it... I don't know. No, that's, R-E-M. Yeah. That's what yeah, they yeah. named it after. What was the first R-E-M song you ever heard? Uh, shit, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, right? Calling the crickets. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, Everybody Hurts was it for me because I saw the video. Very interesting video. Everybody Hurts was really good. But the song didn't get me until the, don't you throw your hands. I was like, this man trying to take us back to church. Right. And alternative rock music. I liked this. It was really cool. It was a lot really passionate in it. You know what I mean? And uh, I kind of I kind of fucks with him. I, and I I'm probably one of seven people who enjoy shiny happy people. So uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're on your own there. Shiny happy people that did yeah I, I liked that song. They had a lot of good hits. They had uh, losing my religion. Losing my religion hurts. was was a great song. Is he in the world of as we know it? Oh yeah, oh yeah. What the million words to it? Yeah, REM was doing it pretty big before they really got MTV famous. You know what I mean? I think this was the first one I heard. Oh, yeah. Stan. Dude, this song was in so many TV shows. Oh, yeah. Mailbox money. Oh, yeah. How many movies was it in? And he has a really, uh, it's a uniqueness to his voice. 
that whenever you hear it, you know it's Michael Stipe. Kind of like Billy Corgan as well. Right. When you hear, oh yeah, that's 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 Michael Stipe all that's day. That's the formula, though. Exactly. If, you, if it's recognizable, it's himself. Then you, yeah. Then you can sell it. Yeah. He didn't yeah. try to sound like anybody else. He came out sounding like Michael Stipe, and that, that's that's admirable. Right. In any field, you know, just be yourself, man, and you'll you'll people see you. You know what I mean? Mm. You might not be top of the heat, but you'll definitely be right. a fucking he's tree the on one the hill. that's doing all the sculpting. Oh, he's doing the sculptures. Yeah, 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 he's doing sculptures. Are they, are they like making money sculptures? Uh, I think he sold one for uh, some sort of benefit in New York. Oh. I don't, I don't think he's making much money on it. <laughs> Mike doesn't seem more like the money. I did type. see a picture. It was look, it looked like an elephant turd. Oh, wow. Is what it looked like. I don't uh, know what it was. Oh, he's one of those <laughs> kind of sculptors. Right. It's my, It's whatever you want it to be. Give me $10,000 to donate to some starving children. Right. And I got you. That's, that's a pretty, you know what? You know what? What? That's a pretty epic hustle. I mean, he, he hey, you know, maybe maybe that's the whole hustle. What I'm going to do is I'm going to just hit this hammer against this rock and then, you know, make it some bullshit and then I'm going to use it, call it art, and try to help some hungry kids. Yeah, that's it. I'm just saying. That's pretty That's pretty clever. It's pretty clever. I might start doing that. Paint some rocks and uh, <sighs> sell them for charity. Did you know R.E.M. had 15 albums? 15? 15. Did, um, people don't know they've been out for a while, though, like in the 80s, too. Yeah, they've been playing for over 30 years now. That's what I'm saying. They've been out for a while. I wouldn't be surprised they have 15 albums, honestly. I think their last album they uh, released was Collapse Into Now on March 15th, like 2016. Nice. Nice. Look at that. Look at you. Look at you with the side facts. Look at the brain on that <laughs> Look boy. Look at the big brain on <laughs> You Brad. told me to get smarter. So shit. I had oh, to step damn. <laughs> Here we go. Here's one that was great. Coming up next. Get What You Give by the New Radicals. I do remember that. One. I love this song. It came out in 98. It's so positive. I'm such a... I like I like positive stuff. Stuff gets you toe-tapping, gets you all hype, you know. Uh, great, great tune. Well, this one's kind of short. These guys uh, broke up before their second single. Apparently, the singer whose name is Alexander, he um, was having issues with his anxiety and being on tour, so he decided to bow out gracefully, gracefully and spend the rest of his days in the music industry writing songs. Who are you talking about now? The same band. Yeah. The lead singer guy. Oh, okay. his, his name's Alexander. He decided okay. to write songs. He couldn't handle the touring life. And which is, you know, it's a, he, he, he was honest about it, you know. Right. There was no real crash and burn, drugs. Now he was just like, I can't, my anxiety's fucking with me. I can't do this shit, you know what I mean? I ain't even think we get this famous, and I'm glad we are. I'm very thankful, but I'm, I'm, I'm too fucking scared of all these people. Oh, Basically, shit. for a sense, you know, he was just, and, and then like the traveling, and I think being away from his family and all that stuff. So They make he, pills for that, though. Oh, yeah. I know, but I don't think he wanted to take them. I think he wanted to be prescribed his family and hang out and write songs and make that <gasps> cha-ching but you know it's weird because they only came in like the top 30 in the billboard here and they came in like top five in the united kingdom <laughs> yeah yeah that was song was a smash hit man i love that tune love that tune how about you dana what you got next for me uh batshit crazy scott Sap. 
Scott Stapp? Yeah. From Creed? Yeah, but he ain't doing shit. Did he start a church or something? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how many members he would have at that bitch. 17. They all smoke pot. He's gone bad shit crazy, though. Did he really? Yeah. Tell me what happened. What's, what's uh, he doing? It was all over the news. He just went nuts. What? Yeah. Uh, from what I didn't I hear, read, read a whole lot on it, but he, I remember hearing he just went shit, cra- bad shit crazy. From what I hear, he was a big uh, egomaniac. He was a megalomaniac kind of right. person, which was came to, became the downfall of the band Creed in the first place, Right. which is how the other members... Uh, formed another band, Alter Bridge, mm-hmm. and they and were good. They were there. That was a good. I think they're band. still touring, actually. Right. They're amazing. They're freaking right. amazing. They're, Get the fuck out of here, Scott. You're yeah. If, if you've never heard them, their cover of Cashmere at the AM Rock Ring 2007 is probably one of the best I've heard. Yeah. Never heard it. Uh. Yeah. We've you've, we've played it before. Uh, was I drunk? I don't know. Um, Could have been. been. Could have been, probably. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, they're an amazing, man. But, all right, I got one for you, Dana. Well, you did, we don't know no. what he's doing. He did some TV shows. Did he? Yeah. Stop, he, stop. TV? Co- yeah, couples therapy on VH1. Now, oh. that, raises, that raises the question, how much validity that VH1 has now? Because I ain't heard none of that shit. I didn't hear he getting married. I don't know. Apparently, he went batshit crazy on her. So they did this reality show called Couples Therapy. Oh shit! He wasn't. He wasn't going full Ike Turner on her, was he? I have no idea. Oh shit! <laughs> I got to bring Tina Turner in this. Come on, man! You yeah. can't go full Ike well, on a motherfucker. No. Mm. That's borderline homicide. <laughs> That's Detective Joe Kidna. Right. That's Thunderdome crazy. Yeah, you might want to stop that. I miss that show. What? Joe. Joe? Yeah. Yeah. He's done, man. Uh, he went out on top, yeah. Oh, Uncle, I used to call him Uncle Joe. Mm-hmm. New episodes of Uncle Joe Kanda. Homicide, Hunter. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker can tell a goddamn story. Whoa, boy. Yeah, he can. I think he still does, like, uh, speaking tours. We need to catch that We one. need to catch that, dude. We'll do mm-hmm. a podcast live from that bitch. Geeking the neighbors, like neighbors hung out with him. What? They got yeah. They sent pictures. They put pay, pictures on Facebook. Mike and Kells. Mike and Kells hung out with. Uh, oh hell yeah, Joe Kinda. That's what's yeah. up. We have to get them to call in one day. Tell us all about it. Uh, yeah, right. Besides y'all, dude, talking to Uncle Joe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. What's up? By the four non blondes. So the four non blondes. <laughs> You know, I actually requested this song once, and the guy hung up on me. <laughs> requested it what? <laughs> on the radio? XL 102 Rock back in oh, the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah? Don't uh, call them. Yeah. Back in the day, we knew them back then. We oh, knew them back in the day. Not in the 90s. That's probably why they hung up on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably why. Dana said, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> it was a cool song when it first came out, and I asked to. Well, it was back in what, the 90s? Yeah, it was yeah. in. Uh, you probably know, called him in like 2006. That's why you got hung no, up on it. Way. It wasn't yeah, even about that. It was 2018. Oh, That's why you got hung up on it. When I forget yeah. a song, I don't mind. I'll move on just like the rest of the people. Right. I don't believe that. I don't keep a song in my pocket for 50 years. Nah, Jack is <laughs> still rocking you like a hurricane. Come on, baby! <laughs> but again, when I was playing with a female artist, that was one of the most requested <laughs> songs was What's Up. I don't know why. We all know what's up. Sky, clouds, <laughs> space station, the moon, shit. 
What's going on is y'all keep requesting the same damn song. <laughs> we tired of it. I so what are they do doing now? Well, nowadays, yeah, yeah. all right. So they broke up right before their second album. Um, but Linda Perry, the 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 one with the with the golden voice, she's a songwriter and an amazing songwriter at that. She's written songs for the likes of Pink, Gwen Stefani, Christina Aguilera. She actually wrote that song, Beautiful. That Christina Aguilera got that. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. That's yeah, a good one. that was a great. That's a good song. gig. It was a monster tune. Yeah, another one getting that mailbox money. Yeah, just saying. We gotta get on that program. We gotta yeah. get on some mailbox money. Dana, up next, what you got? Uh, let's see. Mark McGrath. Uh oh. <laughs> Everybody that's anywhere up. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. First of all, you want to talk about where they are now. There's a video circulating around of him going complete fucking bonkers on this. He went to Scott Sapp's church, I guess. (laughs) Probably. Some there was like, oh, Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray, and the guy said, Sugar Gay. Who the fuck said that? I'll fucking end you. I was like, Jesus Christ, man, that boy is 52 years old now. Is he Mark McGrath? Is (laughs) yeah, he's too old to be yelling at people in the street. You right. little fucking piece of shit. He was like all up in his face and shit, man. He still got the same haircut. I would have fucking tased him. Fuck that. Who, <laughs> Mark McGrath? Fuck yeah, I would have. I was that kid all up I in gotta my face. I got a taser, bitch. That. Yeah, I would have been like that young chick on that video. You know I carry, don't you? She ain't even <laughs> flinched, bro. She ain't even yeah, flinched. Yeah. I didn't even know Wonder Woman existed until I saw that shit. Right? That's tight, though. When <laughs> she yeah. says that. She ain't even she move, bro. Yeah. She ain't move her You ass. know I carry, man. <laughs> she said, what the fuck you say, bitch? <laughs> it says he's still performing in 2014, but the picture doesn't look like it. It looks like he has to run to the bathroom really bad. Dude, he's been. Oh, it does. I got to go poo. <laughs> Wikipedia. Shout out to Wikipedia. That is an epic. I got to go poo. That is a pick. great photo. It's like uh, I just shit myself on stage. Yeah, it looks like he's got his thumb in his butt. Yeah. (laughs) He just shit himself on the. Oh my God. He says, I got to go on stage. It's it's, it's kind of funny because it's kind of true. Who's that artist that does that, though? What? He shits in the bucket on stage. Stop it. I do not. Wa- oh, I have no, I have no idea who you're talking wrong, about man. at all. Yes, you do. I have no idea who you're talking about. If people go fuck? see that to no, see him shit on stage. I would stage. never do that. What <laughs> no. the fuck is wrong with Has he played That's music? That's a private moment. Has he he used to be music? a trucker. Huh? A trucker? What'd you say? He used to be a trucker. He who? must have been a trucker. He had to go through Wyoming or something like that. There's who? no bathrooms up there at all. <laughs> Oh, the guy that shits on stage? Let me <laughs> yeah. find it. There are no bathrooms in Wyoming? No. You just got to shit on the side of the road? It's <laughs> 500 miles of nothing. So you shit on the side of the road? The side of the road, buddy. Side of the road. And you can't get no leaves. There ain't no leaves. With are there any there. cars driving by? I don't see any. Do you got a circle? Do you get a bunch of other truckles to circle the wagons like you circle the semis and have a dumping party? You got a little you're all like, around me. But you're all like 54 Indians. feet away from each other, so you're like, yeah, good weather we're having. Uh-huh. Right. I, I remember now. It's Gigi Allen. Gigi Allen? Yeah, that's nope. the guy that does it. Nope. Oh, nope. Whenever you get tickets for that, I'm sick that day. And then he lays down on the stage, and I think everybody pisses on him. And Yeah, no. Oh, dude, dude, dude. <laughs> that's <laughs> way too much. No. Oh. Why I, would you do that? The, mo- the you know the most fucked up I get is Rammstein when he yanks his fucking uh, uh, synthesizer player around by a leash on his neck, and then proceeds to dry hump him with the with the fake penis that squirts water. So that's about as weird. Well, Mark did that way before they did. 
Yeah, Guar did it differently though. Right. <laughs> it had a different little shtick to it. Rammstein's German, so it's a little angrier. <laughs> so you got the political American side, <laughs> the messed up German side to it. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have a song from '92. No, it's '97 actually. From a Canadian rapper. And the song is I like that song This dude's name is Snow He's Canadian, yes He wasn't born there Yes, born and raised Not with that accent He doesn't have an accent He pulled that off pretty good He doesn't have an accent Sing it again Is that your interpretation of that? As best as I could I have no idea what the fuck he was saying What's the name of the song? I guess he eats ass in the first date Is what I'm guessing The song is called Informer Informer By Snow I hope he does it. Yeah. He was called Snow? Yeah. Yeah, he's white. I do like this song, yeah. though. I just never know. Who I hope did. he doesn't do that in the Virginia summer. He looks I like goddamn Bill Gates is what he looks he's like. He's a very nerdy looking dude. Yeah. You know this came out in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Boom, pap. Boom, pap. Boom, 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 pap. <laughs> Dude doesn't even look like he can sing like that. You can't help but wiggle your dick at it. <laughs> this guy go to go into D- DJ set. Yeah, it's definitely a helicopter dick moment here. What is he wearing? Uh, looks he like he borrowed MC Hammer's suit and uh, 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 Vanilla Ice's pants. So. Good lord. I'm not even looking at the monitor, and I can tell you that's probably what he's wearing. He looks like a comedian from like the late 80s, early 90s, probably. He looks like he looks just like Bill Gates. Exactly. Yeah. All he needs is a fucking smoking hot wife, a giant house, and a billion dollars. <laughs> Stop shaking your dick over there, Dana. <laughs> yeah, no, Jesus. I love it. God, I'm going to scoot over a little Jesus, bit. man. It ain't that big, Jack. <laughs> Thought it was a pubic hair until gonna, I pissed out of it. You're going to give your damn... You're going to give your thighs a bruise. Oh, my God. You're going to give your balls a bruise. Stop shaking your dick around. <laughs> so next up, we got House of Pain, Jump Around. We all jump, know Jump Around. Jump, jump around. Came out 1992. They're Irish-American rap group. They um, actually <laughs> were still touring up until 2000. I think 15. I thought Beavis nice. and Butthead did that song. Still touring. I mean, just monsters. Off of that one song. Oh yeah, and yeah. they put out other albums too. But yeah, off of that one song, people they got that built their core following. Mm-hmm. Kept touring, making that tour money. Mm. Tour money's nice too. Right, tour money's real nice. Uh, it's think, a lot of work though. Well, think of it. Once you if you get fifteen minutes of fame, you get put in front of millions of people. Let's say, you know, let's say your album goes gold, five hundred thousand copies sold, so to speak, like downloads, right? Uh huh. And let's say 20 million people view your shit, and out of that 20 million, maybe... 10%. 10%. Right. That's the good average. Right. 
two million people. Now you got two million core fans that'll buy your merch, that'll buy your, you know what I'm saying? And then at certain cities you can go and you have fans all over the place just asking where they're at and there you go you have a nice show decent money i mean you're not selling out stadiums but you're still making a living and that's pretty cool you can pick and choose where you want to go so i mean i think people like that take advantage of that and i think it's cool you know because you know you save the fame for the the person that's hot right the flavor of the week the flavor of the week's popular then you just move on and keep doing your thing a lot of these musicians just showing consistency after the fact you know once a musician all a musician like you we were talking earlier we couldn't really find a lot of people who didn't do music afterwards you know yeah so they're still kicking it around man kind of like the rolling stones who won't go away (laughs) um (laughs) eventually gonna have to (laughs) one day i don't know if uh, they can sing with iron lungs Check this out, man. What uh, you got? The number one selling record ever. Ever? Was by Bing Crosby. Bing. Bing Crosby. What's the song? White Christmas. Get out. You know what the second one is? Uh, Black Thanksgiving? Elton John, Candle in the Wind. <laughs> oh, no. It was Elton John, Candle in the Wind. Which that I could see, but not. He did it twice, though. Actually, it came out twice. Uh, Prince uh, for. Um, Norma Jean, right? Mm-hmm. By Marilyn Monroe, and for Princess Diana, he got Mel Monk's money twice on that shit uh-huh. from two different tragedies, and that's a powerful song. Yeah. Sands, a powerful yeah. song, but two different tragedies that you know it's it's kind of crazy. You know what I mean? And I'm sure he still gets mailbox money from other stuff that pops off. It's one of those it's one of those tunes, man. One of those tunes. But let's talk real quick about Elton John, okay? Real okay. quick, real quick pause here. Speaking of Elton John, we are songwriters here in the Outlaw Kings. We dibble and dabble in the in the art of prose. But the cool part about their writing, Elton John and Bernie Taupin didn't work in the same room together. Freaking fascinating. Yeah. Like uh, Bernie Taupin wrote the lyrics and gave them to Elton, and he sat down in front of the piano and he came up with these melodies with these lyrics, like. It's it's a very different from the you know right. the, the normal style is where you got the instrument in front of you and you're making pounding it out getting your stuff out but it's kind of cool how right. they work together and interestingly enough how Bernie Taupin I guess the way he wrote is in song form right really neat that's man. sort of like uh, Meatloaf and what's his name Jim Steinman yeah, yeah. very true yeah. yeah yeah they didn't work together at no. all at all I don't think they even liked each other no not really no nah, Bernie and uh, Elton weren't really like buddy buddy they were roommates for a while but I don't think they were like super super chummy I don't, I don't think I read anything about them being like at odds right. but I don't think they were like the best of pals they were just buddies that wrote songs man like acquaintances <laughs> that wrote. it was really interesting but yeah I just but thought yeah, that was fascinating at all. El- Elton John's got nothing on this. Check this out. Uh, Bing Crosby is the best-selling single worldwide with an estimate sells over 50 million copies. The song is recognized as the best-selling single of all time. It was released before the pop rock singles chart era and was listed the world's best-selling single in the first-ever Guinness Book of World Records published in 1955. Which is weird. Where is he now? He's passed away. Okay. Yeah, because that. Yeah. yeah, that's where are they now? <laughs> what cemetery? So here's the thing, Chief. We need you to slide that mic in your face, one. But also, um, that, that that that's that's crazy. A song about Christmas, 
and a bu- and most of the country don't even get snow for Christmas. Right. <laughs> Not even close. We get like snow maybe, maybe after Christmas. We get like a nice little January little snow around here. Or that everybody opens their freezer up. Yeah, probably that <laughs> shit. All right, moving on down the list. Dana, huh? Who you got for us? I've only got one more, but that's supposed to be the last. All one. right, we'll do yours last. All right, All right, I got I got two more. Right, said Fred. Uh, too, I'm too sexy for oh, my shirt. Too, too sexy, sexy for my shirt. This one's kind of cool. Robin Fred Fairbase. Okay, they're brothers, twin brothers. Uh, they're actually still touring, and between. When Too Sexy came out in 91 and now, they've put out five more albums. That nobody's heard. Oh, well, they're from overseas, though, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they still, they're, they're still doing the damn thing, man. That's kind of hey. cool. That they, they hit, because their hit was just was only crossover in America. I think they got hits all, like, all over Europe. They're pretty popular. <clears throat> I mean, did you bump to that song? I know you was in the car shaking your dick to some Not like too sexy. the Boom Boom song. Oh, uh, no. whatever. I got one you were shaking your dick to. No, you don't. The Macarena, nineteen ninety four. Not a big fan. Who's of that. never heard? Who's never heard the Macarena I've heard it. before? All right, it's by a band called the Los Del Rio. Right, it's two friends: Antonio Romero and Rafael Ruiz. Two happening cats for sure. You know they're Spanish, actually, like from Spain, Spanish. Uh huh. But apparently they're cool guys. They uh, have been singing together since nineteen sixty two. Yeah, but that came out in 2001. It came out in 94. Um, Macarena came out in 94. They've been singing together since 1962. Macarena came out in 94. And ever since then, they've written a different version of the Macarena on every one of their albums from 92, 94 until the present. Okay. Yeah. The last one was... So uh, what, oh. what Jack's talking about might be... a. Redo. It comes out every year. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every time, time they put it every time album they put an album out, it comes out, yeah, since 1994 when it first broke out. And then uh, they received a Lifetime Latin Grammy in 2017. You know what they got that labeled under? Children's music. It could Maybe. be. I mean. Yeah. Probably. It's a, just a dance and Macarena Macarena. I mean, I would I, I could say the cha-cha slides are. As a, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing I, really. I'm, I'm thinking it's like how many children have danced to it or how many drunk women have danced to it. I mean, uh, I'd rather. I've seen it. Yeah, I'd, I'd <laughs> rather kids dance to that than oh, I love you. Like, I mean, you know, there's some really crappy kid songs out there. I feel bad for kids, little kids these days and that shit they have to listen to. We grew so, up on violent cartoons. And, and nothing happened to us. I didn't grow up on violent cartoons. I you grew up on violent TV shows. I'm saying violent TV shows, bro. I used to watch like the Dukes or like Knight Rider. They were all crime dramas, you know. Right, I, I'm not. I'm not killing people. You know what I'm saying? Like there were guns in every show I watched. Whether it was Gunsmoke, Bonanza, you know, like you know the A Team full of guns, Rambo, all that shit I used to watch, bro. Didn't make me a violent douche. So more explosion than the TV show. Oh nobody my god, died. those were great <laughs> fake explosions. <laughs> all right, I got one more, and we'll get to yours, Dana. Natalie Imbruglia. She did the song Torn. I'm already vain. This is how I feel. Anyway, it's a very, very sappy song in the 90s. Um, she actually did acting 
She's hot. Yeah, she did acting for a little while. Um, she is a, was a judge on X Factor Australia. Actually. Really? Yeah. Is that where she's from? I think she's English. I think she's English. Uh, I couldn't get it definitive. It does say that she did <laughs> she did have a role in the film Johnny English with uh, Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Bean, and uh, recently divorced uh, her Australian husband. She might be Australian. Or maybe lived there because of her husband. Right. By association. Very true. Yep. But she's slated to put out a new album in 2020. Can't wait. I am going to buy it. I've been waiting for years for the next. Just show it to me. I don't want to listen to it. Are you sure? It's definitely dick shaking music. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta let that go, man. Yeah, you gotta let that go, man. He's gonna be doing that all year. It's going on a t-shirt now. What? This is dick shaking. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Goonie Goo Goo Gus. There you go. (laughs) Goonie Goo. Be the first folks you heard it here. We're making the Dick Shaking Music t-shirts. You can get them on the Get Over It podcast website, Outlaw Kings Entertainment. <laughs> I bet that would sell, too, just because it's... Actually, there's three so. three facets. Uh-huh. Outlaw Entertainment, LLC. Yep. Outlaw Kings Media. There you go. And then Outlaw Kings, the band. Right. So, too much. And the Outlaw Kings Dairy Farm. Dairy farm. Get your milk straight from the teat, y'all. Just, yeah, that's why you got strong hands, right? Exactly. You've been pulling them teats. Up. <laughs> <laughs> Dana, right. let's wrap this up, man. All the right. last one. Who you got? Perry Farrell. Perry Farrell. Yeah. Perry, Perry Farrell. Perry Farrell. Where we know Perry Farrell from? <laughs> Jane's Addiction. Uncle Perry. Yeah. Oh, Uncle Perry from Jane's Addiction. What was she why, addicted why to? Why are you talking like that? What was that? she addicted to? She she was addicted to everything. Jane, what was she addicted to? The dick I have no music. idea. What? God damn it. <laughs> These <laughs> motherfuckers right here. I'm so addicted to the dick taking shoes. Dick shaking tombs. There you go. She was <laughs> Damn. Addicted to dick shaking tombs. There you go, Jack. <laughs> Telling you. I don't know. You know the lyrics to the song. What's the story? Uh, I don't know. She How about done. we do the song? She was done with Sergio's all I know. Yeah, <laughs> she well, said she, a lot, too. He treated yeah. her like a rag doll. But before we do, uh, we'll do the song. Before we do that, where is Perry Farrell now? All right, this is a mouthful. I don't even know if I can say these words. I know he did a song. I know he has started another band. Uh, I don't know about that. Okay. Every, everybody does another band. True, 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 true. Whether it's known or not. He... Did some stuff with the Christian Solidarity International. Amen. Exactly. (laughs) And how the hell you get involved with this is beyond me. He had to repent pretty He goes, his big thing is, he's negotiating for the release of slaves in Sudan. I mean, it's pretty noble. Shit. It is noble. Hell yeah. But how but did I he didn't found, know that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. How did he find out about this shit? What does Perry Farrell know that we don't? <laughs> I have no idea. We need to send money to this. Sudan is a rough country, <laughs> Holy man. Holy shit. Right. Yeah. And they still have slaves. Holy yeah, shit. They still that got is, wars, too, every a, day. That is a noble cause. Holy shit. I'm going to look that shit up on Google Earth. That's what I'm saying, man. Holy shit. See what's going on over there. Man, it's bad. I know, right? Holy shit. We need to uh, 
We need to play this song, man. Shout out to Perry Farrell, man. Holy shit. <laughs> At least he's got a good agenda. Right? That's what I'm saying. A lot of rock stars end up drunk and and destitute and you know what i'm saying and yeah i I like that we found a list where a bunch of people are still doing good things positive things well i was going to say you know where they're at now is they're all wearing masks oh yeah they are all wearing masks (laughs) i bet you i bet you motherfuckers are appreciating pretty eyes more often these days ain't they Uh uh-huh uh-huh and the whole time dudes in saudi arabia are like see See, you see, <laughs> you, th- <laughs> you thought it was hard for us to pick a wife. Yeah, now try to pick a wife now, bitch. <laughs> see, now it's a level playing field. They all got the same eyes. What's the number one pickup line these days? Pull your mask down, girl. Let me see what that face looks like. <laughs> <laughs> then they get stoned afterwards. Everyone's got that. a shot now. Yeah, it's not, I know, right? It's not turn around. This is, this is the time where your personality shines. Thank you, COVID-19. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Man, so here we go. Let's get into it. We're going to do a little Jane's Addiction. We have had fun today, guys. We have talked about where are they now. We did, it was fun looking up these people and what they did. Wouldn't you agree, Dana? Yep. yep, yep, yep. Yeah, man. Found out some interesting facts. But make sure you tune in next time when we hear Grizzled Gus say, Man, that motherfucker Jack don't know what goddamn some bitches. <laughs> so we are the Get Over It Podcast. I'm, su- I'm surprised no wiggle dick in there. No, no dick wiggling music. <laughs> We about to play some dick wiggling music. <laughs> so it's the Get Over It podcast, man. Because if you ain't getting over it, you're getting under it. And if you're getting under it, you're getting fucked. Don't do that. Be no. good to each other, folks. Peace out. Yo. Sergio uh, said, treats me like a rat. She eyes television. Uh, I don't owe him nothing. Said, but if he comes back again, tell him, wait right here for me. Oh, Again tomorrow, yeah. I'm gonna care tomorrow, yeah. Gonna kick tomorrow. Tomorrow, oh, oh, gonna kick tomorrow.
That's how you end it, damn it. You gotta <laughs> do it right. Key. Oh, yeah. Join us next time, y'all. Later. Later.